Welcome to Creating Happiness. You are in the right place to find happiness, confidence, freedom and to feel good. I'm Steph and this is Sheila. Hello. Hi. Welcome to all our listeners wherever you are in the world. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening. We're so happy to have you join us today and create some feel-good feelings together. <laughs> It's a journey, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. We always say our mission is to create happiness and feel-good feelings one feel-good moment at a time. Yes, yes. It's true. And the more we get into it, the more there is to talk about because mm. it's just a, an ongoing process. That's really. right. That's right. And I think the other thing that's really exciting is to create a group and a tribe of people who together kind of raise their vibrations. Mm. Because if you, let's say, you tune into creating happiness or you have a group of people around you who are positive, then you create this positiveness in your life. It's crucial, actually. It's mm. really good for you. It's good for your health, mental health and your well-being to be around happy, positive people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, especially right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so today we have an episode that we we kind of said we would do it. So here we are following through. Mm -hmm. And the episode is titled, Does Loving Mean Self-Sacrifice? Mm. It's quite heavy. <laughs> it sounds yes. like a heavy topic. So we, um, we, we're going to have our take on it. Really. Yes, that's right. I yeah. think it's quite crucial that we talk about it because it's, it is self-sacrifice is something that is quite deeply part of our society somehow. Yes. Well, we did an episode a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, called um, Self-Love, What Does It Mean? Mm. Episode 92, I think. Yes. And I think we, we kind of touched on it a little bit in that episode. Mm. So here we are. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, we kind of, just to briefly introduce it, actually, I'm just going to ask the first question. So we go straight into it. Yes. Yeah. What do we mean by self-sacrifice? Well, hey, that's a good one, isn't it? Yes. What do we mean? I think what we mean by self-sacrifice is putting everybody else before you. Mm. That includes your partner, your colleagues, your family, your children, your dog, your goldfish. You become at the bottom of the pile. You, you kind of have no opinion about what you want. Mm. Um, you, you may really put yourself last. E mm. Even if you're even aware that you're putting yourself last, because there's no time left for you. No. So 90% of the time is spent working or 10% of the time spent. There's just no time left for you. Mm -hmm. And that has a tremendously uh, insidious effect on your well-being. It does. Mm -hmm. mm. So, but where does the idea come from that if we love someone... We, we are required to sacrifice ourselves. What, what, what's, <laughs> what does that even mean? What, what are we talking about mm. here? Well, you know when, for example, you've seen your mum cooking dinner for your dad when she was exhausted mm -hmm. and she still did it. Mm. Or she was doing the laundry and she was beyond exhausted at night and mm. she still did it. Mm -hmm. Because it needs to be done and because, I don't know, the husband needs his, sh his shirts for the for the week or something mm -hmm. like that this is what we mean yeah when so we're conditioned to it that's right it's a conditioning that we learn 
Yeah. We see it in our, with our parents, but we also we see it in society all the time. Yes. I could talk about self-sacrifice in the workplace for hours if we had the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to do that, Let's really. Not. But yeah. <laughs> okay. So we see our parents sacrifice, especially our mother, mm. perhaps, but maybe our dad maybe. as well. Yes, that's right. But primarily, um, back in the day, it would be the woman who was traditionally doing most of the chores at home. Mm-hmm. So she would be sacrificing, and we would see that as a child. We would yeah. see poor mum absolutely exhausted beyond anything and still doing what she thought she needed to do. Mm-hmm. So we were taught that that's what you do. Yes. And as small children, we will always uh, make sure that we please our mothers. So we learn it from our parents, but it's then backed up by social conditioning. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you might be at work and you feel exhausted and there is a list of tasks that need to be done and you'll still go ahead and do the tasks Mm -hmm. because that's what you need to do for your employer Mm -hmm. so your employer is happy. Mm -hmm. Or... or Sometimes somebody will come along just at sort of 10 to 5, you're just about to finish for the day, Ooh. and they say, they hand you a piece of paper and say, oh, could you just do this for me oh, before don't you get go? Oh, get started on that. <laughs> and what do you do? Do you say, actually, no, mm. or do you sacrifice yourself and say, yes, of course, mm-hmm. and you You, you do just it. go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. This kind of begs the question, how do we know if we are sacrificing ourselves? We kind of gave, gave it away a little bit. But well, the first thing is you, you'll find that you feel guilty, mm. you feel ashamed, you feel resentful, mm-hmm. all those kind of heavy negative feelings, really, that you may not necessarily connect with the idea that you're sacrificing yourself. Mm. You might be blaming other people. Well, he just passed me this paper and asked me to do this thing. It's his fault that mm-hmm. I'm upset. Mm. Uh, but we have to... You know, we encourage each other and everyone to take responsibility for what they do. So this is a Mm self-sacrifice, really. Mm -hmm. And also, you might feel guilty for not doing something for someone else, you know, because that's the conditioning that comes in. When you've learned that you must do something, if you don't do it, then you feel guilty for not doing it. Yes. Mm. So that's, that. you know, I have, I admit it, I have felt that before, Mm. you know, like, I... Kind of, I need to cook for my partner because I feel I feel I have to help him, you know. Mm. When really, what I needed to do was to just sit on the sofa and read a book, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. So yeah, it's quite interesting. Mm. So what 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 are the consequences when we continually self sacrifice ourselves for someone else? Mm. Well, as you mentioned, there are very many <laughs> negative ones. And the first one I'll name is that you will feel really frustrated because that's the long-term consequence of not putting yourself first or not not loving yourself. Mm. At some point, it kind of blows up into your face. It Mm -hmm. might be 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years later Mm. when you really, you notice, oh, hang on, where where am I in this? Mm. Yeah. It also has an effect on your health as well, doesn't Mm. it? Because when you're frustrated and feel resentful, it has an effect on your physical body. So you become maybe unwell or you start feeling tired, exhausted, mentally low, Mm -hmm. depressed even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's the short answer. Put yourself first and do listen to the to the episode uh, about self-love and what does it mean, episode mm-hmm. 92, because this is really a follow-on from that. Yes, it is. Because when we take care of ourselves, when we give ourselves self-love and self-care, we are aware how many times we have sacrificed ourselves. And yep. it, it doesn't mean that you'll never do it again. No. But at least you'd be aware of it. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's a free choice then. Yes, I found that once I became aware of it, I just stopped doing it. <laughs> that is the consequence, I believe. And that's one of the advantages of living alone. You just please yourself. Yes, yes. So it's, uh, it's pretty, mm. pretty good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so how do we kind of rewire ourselves to to be not sacrificing ourselves? Mm. How, do, how do we do that? Well, we've got four tips, but as we were speaking, I think the first step would be to really think about it. Where have you learned it? Mm. Who taught you that that's what you need to do? Yes. And question it. Yeah. Because you don't have to follow what other people tell you to do. Yeah. And when it was learned as a child, um, I think if you just look in the mirror, I think you'll find you're all grown up now. <laughs> so you could make that decision yourself. Yes. And because you've always done it, whatever task it is that you don't want to do, because you've always done it doesn't mean that you have to always carry on doing it. Mm-hmm. You could stop. Yes. If you chose to. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's free will at, yeah, full at power. Best, yes. yes. <laughs> so let's go into the tips. What's our first tip, Sheila? Well, the first one is to focus on what's good for you mm. right now. Mm. What, what would be good for me? Oh, that's so empowering. Just thinking about, just having the idea of what would I like to do? What was What is going to be good for me? What's yes. serving me right now? What's for my highest good? What's for my well-being? Just ask the question. You, your brain is like Google. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you, <laughs> ask, it. if you ask the question, um, <laughs> what's right for me right now? Just sit back and wait for the, a beautiful answer mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. It might be something like painting, mm-hmm. paint a picture, or sit in in the garden with a book, or go to sleep. Yes, or go home if you're yes, at work. Go home. <laughs> I mean, that is a very good piece of advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the next thing is make a list of what you desire in your life. Mm. I think this is a, a very important step to make. Yes, because. Again, going back to growing up and learning from your parents, I bet you there are very many of our listeners. I used to have that issue where, um, you know, you kind of have a list of things that you think you have to do in life mm-hmm. because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Those shoulds, you know, yes. coming from the parents and society. Yes. But is this what you want? Yes. And it's interesting because when you actually take a pen in your hand and you write down on a piece of paper, which we definitely urge you to do yes. in this instance, it fires a part of your brain that we don't normally use. So it's really, really healthy and good for you to, mm. to make that connection between your brain and your hand and the page. So do take five minutes to, to make a list of of five things that you desire in your life. A minimum of five. There a minimum, more. yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. So that's fantastic. Mm. And the next tip is is one of my favourite ones. <laughs> I knew it, we would say that. <laughs> yeah. Please learn to say no mm. when 
uh, instead of automatically saying yes. And say no with a smile. Thank them, but say no, mm-hmm. if that's what you would like to do. We are not obliged to say yes. We're not obliged to take on every single piece of extra work that people throw at us. Mm-hmm. We're not obliged to work, 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 and work. No. We we don't have to do that. Gosh. We can no. if we choose. Yes. But absolutely. if you would rather not, then practice saying no and use mm-hmm. the stop sign. Put With your the right hand up, <laughs> palm facing, and to say with a big smile, thank you for inviting me to do this piece of work. But no, mm. not at the moment. Yes. Aha. I mean, I'm not, I'm just going to say it, but this is going to, this is definitely a, a whole episode. I have discovered that lots of people have a problem with accepting no, because that is what children do. Okay. They, if you say no to a child, will they say, okay, I take it. I remember when my mom said, oh, sorry, you can't have that candy. Oh, my goodness. It would be, okay, well, we'll see about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, defiance. (laughs) Okay. You know. Um, But this is why you say it lovingly. Mm. You say it with a smile. You say it from your heart. Mm. um, That on this occasion, no, I can't do that. Yes. Or I'm not going to do this, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm. And what's the last one? Well... Ask yourself, am I hearing someone else's voice right now? Mm-hmm. Who is suggesting whatever you are about to do? Mm-hmm. You know, is it, can you hear your mom's voice? Can you hear your teacher's voice? Yes. Can you hear your employer's voice? Or can mm-hmm. you hear your dad's voice? Mm-hmm. Because that really helps you to separate yourself, to realize that you're not them. And therefore, you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's when you do these things on automatic pilot without mm. even thinking, that's when we, we fall into those those traps of self-sacrificing. Well, I had a conversation with a person, a, a very important person in my life, let's say, and I said, you know, love means freedom, I said. Mm-hmm. And this person looked at me like, what? I, what? What did you just say? <laughs> But for me, it was obvious, you know, I said, whatever you want to do, do it. Honestly, don't worry about me. I'll be okay. Just do it. Oh, but, but, but. No. This is, you know, if you want to go and go to Australia for six months, it's your right to do so. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, you know, I can't say I love you and just say, oh, no, actually, I love you, but you have to stay here with me now. Yes, that's right. So we can't ask someone else to sacrifice themselves for us. Mm -mm. Um, but that works both ways, doesn't it? Yes, it very much does. So in our opinion, in our humble opinion, yes. loving someone else does not mean that you have to sacrifice yourself. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a beautiful little book called The Prophet. Oh, I love that by <laughs> yes. Khalil Gibran. That's the one. Yes. And he talks about love and marriage. Mm. And he talks about the fact that the pillars, the pillars holding up the floor of the temple need to be apart Mm -hmm. and that is the strength of true love because if you can stand apart you can both hold a common goal in mind which is the temple floor if you're too close together the goals fall down Mm -hmm. and if you're too far apart it still falls down (laughs) i love it so i need to read again i love that book it's a beautiful book isn't it Mm. just repeat the title again it's the prophet by khalil gibran that's the one yes so if you can come across it 
I recommend it highly. Yes. Really good. Wonderful. So I think we've come to the end of today's episode. But before we close, I just wanted to mention our newsletter, which comes out every month with amazing juicy tips like these that are exclusive to our newsletter subscribers. And also the newsletter has links to any of our free events. We just had one last week and we had an amazing time. So yeah, that is just all I wanted Fantastic. to say. Yeah, it's good. It's all exciting, isn't it? We love it. So as always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you would like to buy us a coffee, then we'd love you to. Yes. <laughs> and in the meantime, have a wonderful, happy and carefree day. Mm-hmm.